Hi, welcome to What Would Love Do? I'm your host, Yumi Nguyen, and this is episode one. Today, we're going to be exploring about choosing to live from love versus choosing to live from fear. So I believe that as a human being, we're existing in either two states, love or fear. And I also believe that we have been born, our natural state is born from and into living from a state of love where we value authenticity, courage, (coughs) vulnerability and connection and we learn fear. So when we observe any child, you know, they're not afraid to express their emotions. They're not afraid to be vulnerable. They wear their heart on their sleeves, as we, as we could say. They are always yearning for connection. They will share joy as much as they will share their vulnerabilities and hurt and pain. However, they don't hold back on who they're being. And yet there's forgiveness. And there is the... And they they bring wonderment. And they're in awe. And they just really embrace the art of living. Now, each and every single human being started in this manner. Now, fear... Is something that's been learned. Um, you know, fear is what, if we're not conscious, can dominate our being. And when we live from a space of fear, we're creating habits, um, having thoughts, taking actions, and making choices that are not aligned with our heart. And they're more to avoid a feeling or we're wanting to protect ourselves from something. Now, there's nothing wrong with this, but when we choose to live from a state of fear, what we miss out on is that connection that we're yearning as human beings. So as much as it's easy to know, okay, right, so... You know, human beings are either living from a state of love versus living from a state of fear. Now, what do we do? Like, how do we, how do we alter this? So, I'm recently, I'm currently reading *Resilience of the Heart* by Greg Braden. I don't know how to pronounce the surname. I apologize, but it's this brilliant book, and in it, he shares with us that, you know, I'm in the beginning of the book, and what's really fascinating, what he shares is that we have thought, we like, you know. If you ask people what is the most major organ in the human body, a lot of people say the brain. We will believe that the brain regulates everything. The brain's in control of our body. And, you know, if without the brain, uh, the rest of the organs can't function. And, you know, some might say, oh, yeah, maybe with the heart, but really the heart just pumps blood through the body. So really the brain is the key organ that's in the human body. Now, what research and science are finding is that it's all about the brain and heart working together. So whilst the brain plays an important and very pivotal um, role 
in what it is for us to function as human beings, the heart plays an equal and if not just as an important role in that. Now they've also discovered that there is a brain or there's a neural network that exists within the heart. And so the brain and the heart are constantly sending messages to one another. Um, and therefore it's, you know, really important to understand this because like sometimes as human beings we say, well, what does your head say versus what does your heart say? What does logic say versus what does your intuition? And we think that these elements are independent of each other. Um, so when we make choices, we either turn to logic or we turn to heart. Or only, and when we say only heart, it might be a feeling that we're craving. Um, and, you know, at any moment in time, how we're expressing ourselves in the world is from these domains. So what does it take? So then what we do know is that if we only live from a place of logic, you know, it doesn't necessarily always mean that that's what is aligned to what we want in life. And when we say, okay, well, let's live from a place of heart. If we've been hurt before, how can we learn to continuously expand and lean into and trust our heart again? So even though we say, or and I truly believe that as a human being, what we are here for is to love and to learn to live from a space of heart and constantly go, what would the heart do? What would love do? So that we make choices that are aligned to that truth part of ourselves. Um, it is really challenging. You know, when you have been heartbroken before or when you've put yourself out there and tried a new business and then it's failed, like how do you choose to follow your heart again? Or when you've had a, you know, a few miscarriages and then you're trying again, you know, it's that how do you as a human being continuously expand even though you've gone through certain difficult emotions and difficult circumstances. Now, in choosing to live from love versus choosing to live from fear, I believe we all have a choice. At any moment in time, we're always one choice away from either living from a space of love versus living from a space of fear. We're always one choice away. So for those that are in relationships, imagine your, you know, think back to a fight that you recently had or some conflict. In that moment, each thing, like, you know, everything that you said or your actions were either moving you and the relationship forward into a space of love or a space of fear. When you put the walls up, when you show contempt, when you are stonewalling, that's all moving towards fear. But when you show empathy, when you open yourself up, when you show vulnerability, that's moving towards love. Now you might say, okay, well, it's really hard in those moments. Like how do you consciously, you know, be loving 
when you feel hurt. I guess it's just practice. <laughs> like anything, it's practice. We practice fear. So why can't we turn our consciousness and attention around to go, well, how do I practice love? So how do we practice fear? You know, probably even before, you know, in, in choosing to live from a space of love and turning towards trusting the heart to direct us in our life all those years all those days all those minutes all those hours prior to making that choice we've been practicing fear from when you did your first public speaking event and you know maybe as a small child and people may have laughed at you you might have said from that moment on i'll never do this again so then you've closed yourself off or when you have participated in um, a sporting event and maybe it didn't go the way you wanted to or you felt like a failure, I'll never do that again. Another reason for you to choose fear. But the moment that you alter this in your life and you go, you know what? Today, I'm going to practice living from heart. I'm going to choose love to guide me then we're creating a new habit. So choosing to live from love versus choosing to live from fear. Very human. Very human. Probably 99% of the human population chooses to live from fear. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it except, well, I shouldn't say except, there's nothing wrong with choosing to live from fear. And the results aren't actually what we want in life. When we choose to live from fear, we live a very, I guess, sheltered life in a sense where we're not putting ourselves out there to feel joy, to experience the, you know, uh, the abundance of what life has to offer. For we are always fearing the experiences of either disappointment. Uh, failure, um, hardships, and despair. Me personally, I, you know, one of the emotions that I am fearful of is despair. And so we think, we never think of what amazing things can come from stepping outside our comfort zone. We're always thinking, well, what could go wrong? And so then, therefore, we don't even take those steps to step outside our comfort zone. And so we're always living from a space of trying to protect ourselves, trying to protect our being, trying to protect our emotions. However, as a human being, what we really long for and what lights ourselves up is when we are experiencing joy unbounded connection and absolute love there's this quote from Osho which I really love and how I've interpreted it is like this to experience the heights of love you know the true heights of love you have to be willing to experience the depths of despair so they are 
related and they're connected to really treasure and honor what love is you need to know what sadness and hurt and pain are now when you block yourself or you avoid yourself from feeling hurt and pain and despair you'll never know what the heights of love are the other week I was having a conversation with a friend and she said to me do you think people really need to go through hardship to really feel gratitude and love and I thought about it and I thought you know I think so if you talk to a lot of people who are grateful in life um, the ones that are the leaders in life they've always got a story to share about how they overcame something and they could only overcome something if they are willing to put themselves out there and be courageous and I truly believe there is a correlation between the experience of really feeling alive and vital and connected to the world around us and feeling joy and bliss and that is only available when we allow ourselves and create those kind of opportunities or put ourselves in those opportunities where we are going to face disappointment we are you know there is a possibility of facing frustration of facing uh, failure of facing despair and leaning into that into those emotions and not having those emotions define us and of course there are people who have faced these emotions and what's happened is they've built the wall and they've cut off the connection or they've cut off the connection of their heart to another's and they haven't allowed themselves to fully heal because of that fear so you know this episode's all about once again like inquiring into what is it what does it take to choose to live from love versus choosing to live from fear and why for me personally I think when you choose to live from fear you're creating you're putting yourself in a cage each of the choices and thoughts that you make you're creating this cage around you and then you're trapped so you never feel like you are the creator of your life and you're constantly feeling that you are at the effect of life and that you may be either a victim or a hero um, you feel obligation towards things that don't mean anything to you you feel like you have to make choices because that's what you have to do as opposed to that's what you choose to do when you choose to live from fear you don't even feel like you have a choice in what life looks like you might have the material things and you might you know lead a pretty great life but the experience of being the creator of your life isn't there and I believe like as human beings we want that we want to know that we are the captain of our ship we are the master of our soul and that's where choosing to live from love comes in those that choose to live from love know that they are the captain of their ship and the master of their soul they are never at the effect of life rather life is their best friend they are never working against life or see that life is against them and they see that life and them are one in the same and is connected 
and that life is working with them and for them. And everything that comes their way is a lesson towards leading them to what it is that they're here to do. There's purpose. There's a connection to something bigger than ourselves. When we choose to live from love, we see that there's a courage within us that's continuously expanding. Vulnerability is something that we tap into. We aren't afraid of facing our own vulnerabilities. When we choose to live from love, we are not defined by our emotions. And we are curious about our, emo our own emotions. And our emotions are there to guide us. So I want to leave you with this. You know, what would it take to you to choose to live from love? And where have you been living from? Love or fear? Curious to know. Thank you for listening and I'll join you again soon. Cheers. Bye.